everybody the geekest of the tastic yes somebody wants to no. oh no <laughs> no uh, you i was gonna do faster. it and then i and it's in your head it's in your head forever i i really don't understand how that guy has made because memes <sighs> man memes the internet is such a silly place the memes i can't even like hate on him for figuring out a niche yeah Make that money. Even though I hate on him for figuring out a niche. <laughs> I, I'm, I can't, it's a, it's I a can't hate on him, but I, I do hate on him. It's a good niche. I like it a lot. It's just... Because it's so stupid. It's so simple, but it's so stupid. And aren't always the best things in life you going, I wish I figured that out. Well, uh, that's... And made that stupid amount of money. I know. I made that joke years ago. Like, think about it this way. Uh, I, remember back, I remember people are like, oh, I don't like, quote unquote black stand-up comedy because all they do is make fun of white people i'm like oh in what way oh they always take songs that black people do and then quote-unquote whiteify them and <laughs> then like jimmy fallon and a bunch of other people have started doing like hey we're gonna do a barbershop quartet but yeah. we're gonna do this song and that song and this song and that song <laughs> it's true and it's just like okay and then what's his name the there's that scott something uh band the guy who does all the covers like he changes to co- he changes like top forty pop songs mm-hmm. into like different styles. Mm. Like he does um oh, it's something it's got something jukebox. Oh okay okay. And they'll do like you know um wrecking ball, but like in a nineteen twenties yeah jazz exactly. style. Like there's also um lounge against the machine. Richard yeah Cheese. Richard Cheese is uh, yeah, what's his yeah. name would do it every once in a while. Weird Al would do his uh, uh his rock polka. Those are those are awesome. Though. I know. Well, those are like, those, those, those are, are the really first. Good. Oop, those are the first mashups, actually. Think yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. mashing I, up I, a bunch I, of rock songs, but he's doing it to a polka beat. Yeah, I will give you that. <laughs> but those are amazing. Like you listen to some of them, and you're just like, I kind of only just want to listen to this version because I know he had a, he had one called Angry White Boy Polka, and so it was like he'll do like Chop Suey, Cut My Life. Uh, he would do Chop Suey. He would do. Uh, Slim Shady, like all of all of them, just one after the other, one after the other, one after the other. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> I love them. I, I I think those are like some of his best when yeah. he does the. Oh man, I actually want to play one right now, but I won't because <laughs> uh, if we're trying to get this podcast all legit and stuff, I don't want to start I'm playing. Put up my jet. I'm gonna do things my way, my way. Beep beep on the highway. Yeah, yes, 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 <laughs> yes. It's so good. He's so talented with that. It's like. I mean, I like his. More, I actually like his original songs way more. Or when he's doing not a cover, but something in the style of, and he's basically doing a completely new song. And my favorite was "Dare to Be Stupid" because he's doing the stylings of Devo, but it's not based on a Devo song. And it was so good that the guys from Devo heard it on the radio and were like, "Did we come out with a new song?" <laughs> and they're asking each other like, "I know we didn't. No, we didn't write that. That's yeah. some other dude. That's some guy we named Weird Al." And, and they're like, "I think we might be out of a job." 
<laughs> I know that there's I, I'd heard recently that sometimes when he can't get the rights to songs, yeah, he'll cover the song. Um, oh, he'll find a really interesting convoluted way. Yeah, he'll find so, a yeah, he'll yeah. So exactly. there's one song called I Want to Be Your Lover, and what it is, he can't you can never get Prince to do covers. Like he was like, Oh yeah, I heard Prince, Prince would never allow. He was like, no, 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 no. So he would respect it. He wouldn't just do it out of yeah. He, so his roundabout way of doing it was I want to be your lover is Beck doing Prince. <laughs> <laughs> and that song was just all pickup lines. It was just oh, all, yeah. yeah, it was all pickup lines. All just like, oh, these are terrible pickup lines. I love him though, though. Weird Al Yankovic is easily one of my favorite artists. He, yeah. He's, and like people, I, I mean, I, when he did the jazz, was it the jazz fest or just for laughs that he did recently? Mm, just for laughs. I think it was just for laughs. Yeah, it was just for laughs that he did a live concert outside. At, and the so, audio was good. It was people, wonderful. People were recording it and it sounded really yep. good. I was like, wow. The one thing I found weird though is they didn't put him on the main stage at the end the way they normally do. Mm. Like if, if you guys are from out of town or if you guys are from Montreal, uh, a picture a like you have like a stage at the end of a big, large walkway, right? Yeah. So, you know, you have a, the main street is on one side. You have another main street on the other. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a nice long walkway. And they, I don't think it's, it's not inclined or anything. So yeah. unfortunately, when there's shows, you're pretty much at the, you know, at the behest of everyone else who's taller to be at the back. But yeah. Whatever the case, you have that. And then on the side, you have stairs and you could put people completely at the end and then you can fill up the whole street all the way to watch the show. Right. But the way they did his stage was they put him up against the wall of Place Cesar. Mm. And then they had the people watching like, I guess. So instead of putting him lengthwise, they put him depth wise. OK. Which I thought was a little weird because then what happens is you have a lot of people. I don't think you have as many people who can see the stage properly. You do have the advantages of the steps where people can like stand and stuff, but yeah. what ends up happening is everyone stands on the steps and mm-hmm. every and the shorter people still get blocked out. Yeah. And I always thought that kind of sucked with stuff like that. Thanks for thinking of us. I mean, I do. <laughs> I do. My partner is shorter. Uh-huh. Uh, my sister, my mom, they're they're shorter as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I myself am not that tall. As much as I, I like to say I am, I'm only 5'10". Mm. Um, yeah, but you still got a little bit of respect. I do. I people, do. People, I don't think people are going to like straight up walk in front of you. No, but that's and, more because I'm a big guy. And if that they, and if not, they do, they kind of like, you say, excuse me. And they're like, oh, and yeah, they, and yeah, they yeah. kind of yeah. move out of the way. That Yeah, that has more to do with people being like, oh, this dude's big. Like, I don't want to block him out. Cause then, and it's true. Like, if people block me out, I'm just like, yo, move out the way. <laughs> <laughs> and they you, freak out and they step out. Yeah, yeah. You can't just block me out like that. <laughs> uh, we got we got a caller. We oh. got a caller on the line. Hello, uh, caller. You're in. Caller, are you there? Do uh, get to, Caller, can you hear us? Uh, I don't think the caller can hear us. I can hear oh, there we go, caller. You guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're you're pretty low, but yeah. Okay, hold on. The reason why is I don't know why my. <laughs> <laughs> We're joking. It's Toby, y'all. Oh, and by the way, guys, this yeah, is Geektastic yeah, Cipher. If you guys didn't know, I'm Doc Holiday. Jaws Day. And on the line, calling from the T dot. Toby. Toby Tobes. Is it still super low? It is quite low, but I'm gonna try and boost your. Uh, boost your channel yeah, hopefully it doesn't I, cause too much I think the issue is on my side for some reason oh wait let um, me try and turn up the volume oh wait i figured it out go ahead <laughs> try talking now oh no yeah now you're so loud you're like distorted a little loud loudness <laughs> no, you guys are coming across say something hey what's up everybody hey everybody we're here we're here we're loud hi oh, everybody i can somehow still hear you on my laptop speaker 
and in my headphones, which is not normal. Uh oh, but it's fun. I don't know what's happening. It's fun technical, though. Technical issue. But doubling up on our voices is a wonderful thing. You should be very happy with that. I don't. I don't. I don't want the mic to go crazy. Oh, that's true. That's exactly. True. Okay. You're well, me out. We'll figure it out. In the meantime, we are going to start the show. Call, caller, caller, you have to turn down your radio. <laughs> you have to. You have to turn down your radio. Caller. That was caller. Why, Oh man, that was so fun when I was a kid. I remember when I first learned about sound too. When I started doing sound, my dad first explained that to me when I was mm. a kid. But then when I started doing sound for myself, and I was listening to radio, and you'd always hear them say, "Caller, please turn down." And I was just like. You know, if you had a seven-second delay, guys, that wouldn't be so bad. Like, I just remember thinking about all the ways that radio stations could make that a little bit easier. No, make you do all the work. Yeah, I guess. Because even, like, when you guys are watching our video on Facebook, we mm -hmm. have a 20, 20 to 30-second delay now. Yeah, it's pretty... So, like, you know, like, if you guys looking. are messaging us and you, you don't see us replying right away, don't take offense. It's because... Sometimes we've moved on to another subject as yeah. we do in our tangential style. Mm. And you're like messaging us about something that we talked about. And we're like, wait, what? And uh, <laughs> so it throws us off a little. So we'll we try. apologize. We'll, yeah. we'll try to throw you. We shout out will. you. We've done it before. We're giving people shout outs. Yeah. Oh, hey. of, course, of course. Lee J. Shout mm. out to Lee J who tunes in on the weekly. John. John Doctor. Ah, yeah. There we go. I'm fixed. All fixed up. Welcome yeah. home, homie. Welcome home. Uh, who else do we have? Oh, don't forget to share the video, man. Let the people know on Facebook. We live. Done. <laughs> I'm about to share it. And then, I'm about uh, to share it. Don't forget, you guys, if you can't watch the whole episode today, you can always check it out tomorrow. It's going to be up on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Armstrong D-O-T-C-O-M. So that's also the site. And then the podcast comes out on Fridays. So you guys can always check it out. Geekstastic Cypher on FranklinArmstrong.com. And if you can't listen to us, if you can't watch us live on Facebook, you can watch us. Uh, you can listen to us on FranklinArmstrong.com slash live. It's all set up. It's all hooked up. There's so many opportunities, so many places to listen to us. I had a buddy. We had a new guy start at the office today. Big shout out to Simon. Uh, cool dude. And uh, he was asking me. He's just like, oh, because we were all talking about like what we do in our free time and stuff. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I like to do podcasts. I have a few and I have a website and stuff. And he's just like, oh, cool. What platforms are you on? And I'm just like, everything. <laughs> That's the one thing that I that I went out of my way. One of the things I wanted us to do, and as much as we're in the game of exclusivity now, but that comes with a contract. And ain't nobody mm. got a contract on us yet. Yeah. So until somebody's you know, dulling out that cash, we're going to make sure we're on every platform so anybody and everybody can hear us. Mm. So if you can think of a platform, we're on it probably. Yep, yeah. Uh, that RSS feed, every, all of it, it's all there. So FranklinArmstrong.com, and all our shows are on uh, almost all all the different feeds. Yeah, we're getting Wizzy on there too. Wizzy's on Spotify. He's on Google. He's on iTunes. Those are the main ones. He's also he's also on the radio now. Yeah, yeah Wizzy he's live on the radio, <laughs> terrestrial. He's going. He's doing it backwards from how we did because we started on the radio. I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Wizzy? You going backwards, bro? <laughs> No, no, seriously, that's huge, man. And he definitely has the personality yeah. for something like that, too. So I'm excited to see where, where it takes him. He's going to be um, doing the, Friday mornings. Yeah, CKUT 90.3. He's going to be doing Fridays, Friday mornings, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm going to wait for him to confirm more details because I don't want to speak out of turn. But yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, that is the situation. And I'm pretty happy for him because I know he's uh, he's been doing broadcasting for a while. He's been mm -hmm. doing the, the, the grind. He has a, you know, you guys see it here on the website. He did the interview with Skinny a couple weeks ago. He mm -hmm. has a new Canadian bacon that's, that just came out. He's always doing interviews and stuff. He's always connecting with people. And uh, Wizzy's been very dedicated to the Frank yeah, Armstrong Collective since he joined up with us. So we've very much appreciate him and that uh that passion and that love so it's, it's always great so yeah guys dtd dtd oh, this one D -T 
So this one, Toby, I, I essentially stole yours. Oh, uh, before we start, actually. Yeah, yeah. You did? Yeah, because you yeah. said you wanted to do the... You shared a document? You shared a document, right? Yeah, you you should have access to it. Okay. Uh, but it's oh, there we go. Nikita <laughs> versus Salt versus the Bride, because you had said, originally had said you wanted to do something with uh, female assassins. That's why you had picked yeah. Black Widow last week to team her up against other people. But then you ended up All being Star like Joe people. Yeah, but then yeah, but because originally he was, you were saying you wanted to do like Black Widow with other people, but then you realized ScarJo's done so many yeah. like assassin style characters that you could just, I can do just pit her. her against herself. Yeah, I'm exactly. Surprised, I'm surprised you didn't put in the uh, alien she she played in um, Alien. This what was that art movie she did? Oh, Skin. Skin. Oh, skin. I hate not Skin. Was it Skin something think, underneath the skin? It was under. It was some line in, under under the skin under, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was just murking dudes in that. <laughs> but you know what? You could actually do this game too. The assassins with just Angelina Jolie because you have Mrs. Smith, yeah. Salt, and uh, Fox. Lana Croft. Uh, oh, and Lara Croft. Yeah, well, Lara Croft's not an assassin. You have to change. Oh, but yeah, so you bit. do Fox, you do Salt, and you yeah. do uh, Mrs. Smith. Fox is from yeah. Wanted. Ah, oh, that's true. You know yeah, I don't yeah. like it, but that's in this true. case I would no, be willing. Totally right, that's true. I'd be willing. And to- that movie, that movie, the 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 you know, what's it called? You know when they put the bullet curve? curve? That was super cool. Did you say it's cool? That's probably the coolest. I thought it was cool. The Toby, bullet curve. You, so you know you just say that just to make is, me mad. <laughs> isn't, that's in the comic, no? In the comic book, it's not as much that they can curve it. It's that he can't. He can't really miss a target. Right. Yeah. But, he, yeah. It's but then, not, he doesn't curve it as much as he like. He can always hit his target. Yeah, but like I mean, yeah. how else so you way, how, yeah yeah how are you gonna put that in a movie? Like oh I, I don't know. I don't I don't miss my target. Well, like every other action movie I guy. Know, I know. <laughs> Like if you look up, if you look up uh, James Bond in Goldeneye, yeah, that guy's nuts. Yeah, it's like it's just, it's the amount of times he just blindly shoots and kills everybody—it's yeah. ridiculous. That's why I like the, the John Wick one. Someone did a breakdown of John Wick and all the people he's killed in the movies, yeah. and how he's killed them. Mm-hmm. And that breakdown—I would love to see someone do the breakdowns for all the spy movies and yeah. all those types of all movies. The, all the like Man on Die Hard movies. Yeah. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. Die Hard, Bond, um, you know, John Wick, Equalizer—like all the ways they've killed people in they, the movie. Some there's a there's a YouTube channel that does that. Oh, I'm where, yeah. like. Like, probably <laughs> intro for bond i think he kills like almost 100 people because when he blows up the facility oh that is insane <laughs> the just they just have up. a counter like yeah. rolling through yeah just the counter's just like yeah whatever we don't we can't we lost count that's it doesn't sick. matter anymore we lost count that's sick. <laughs> so yeah so battle of the badass assassins is the one I, is what i gave the name what name i gave the dtd this mm-hmm. week and the three assassins are la femme nikita i'm going for pedo wilson's nikita is so that the TV show? Or that's the movie? a TV show. The first TV show. Oh, okay, the '90s TV. The show. '90s TV mm. show All that right. was very popular because mm-hmm. kind of looked Canadianish. Yes, very Canadian. I thought it Boy was Dupree. Canadian. It is Canadian. Yeah. Boy Dupree was, it was on okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Salt. Oh my god, I hated that. By you the way. hated that show? <laughs> I thought it was such a slow burn. I never liked Nikita the movie or the TV show. Did I you just watch- thought it was. But you never watched the watch second. It. Did you watch the second show with um, Maggie? I, I Q? think I was just too young. No, I didn't watch Maggie Q one. Okay, okay. I, I think when the you know the movie and the TV show came out, it just wasn't in my periphery, like in terms yeah. of things that I liked, like, right? I, and then when I did mm-hmm. like action heroes and assassins, they had to be like nonstop killing somebody or co- yeah. constantly on a mission, you know. It was, yeah. But it was it's, Nikita was slow burn. It was very character driven. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not really yeah, exactly. like action driven, right? Yeah. 
Like I was always trying yeah. to understand what her deal was. And, and yeah. to my knowledge, it was like, I guess she was like a street kid and yeah. she ended up being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, it's always and that. then she got taken in by some program or, to be an assassin. It's the classic. Thank the you. Classic. I was just going to say, that's that okay. trope where <laughs> like, I'm just guessing. I'm like, I think it's this, yeah, but I'm but not the, super sure. It's that sure. spy trope of like, you're a kid on the street and you know, you, I mean, we're going to talk about it with killing Eve. Cause it's very similar with that, mm. that, that idea of the assassin. Who's like a street kid who just happens to either be in the wrong place at the wrong time or the kid's a, a psychopath. And yeah. they figure out how to hone that skill. Right. Like they, they figure out, okay, let's aim the psychopath mm-hmm. and you know, which is kind of we- oh like Dexter that's also a yeah, similar thing. I was thinking that too. Um, yeah, so DTD Nikita Salt the Bride. So Salt, explain that because Salt is I, Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. She is a CIA agent. Or yeah, something. she's like an agent, and they she's part of the alpha, one of the alphabet. Yeah, people. exactly. But then think, they burn think her. Female, think female born. Yeah. Okay. But she gets burnt, right? Isn't that the whole thing? They're trying to yeah. take yeah. her down. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. someone's like, oh, mole. you have a mole, mole and the mole's named this girl, and they're like, what? Yeah. Kind of, yes, along those lines. And then so you know the, the, the whole movie yeah. is pretty much her trying to like escape. She gets captured a couple of times, and it's 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 honestly, but it's you end up. Did you watch it yet? You didn't watch no, it. No, I right? didn't watch it yet. Okay, so I, I know, watch I, it. I know a yeah, little. I know. Should. I know a bit of the spoiler towards the end, but that's honestly, more my fault. it flew under. It flew under the radar. It's so underrated. Yeah. I, was there out, another movie that came out at that time as to why it flew under the radar? Because I'm always wondering. I, have I thought, no idea. That's a good question. It could be people were kind of, you know, burnt out on Angelina Jolie or they just weren't interested or something like that. Okay. I'm not sure. It, it was too. Sorry, Toby. Rewind that. It was what? She. Sorry, Tobes. You cut out again. That time when she was starting to. Yeah. yeah it was that time when she was starting to. Oh no! I think we lost. Right, it. so she's trying to start. No, I think I'm still here. Yeah, you're back. You're yeah, you're back now. Welcome okay. home. <laughs> yeah, it did freeze on me too for a second. Um, it was around the time where she started to direct and like kind of making a switch. So I felt like it wasn't really marketed as well as it should as well as it should have. She didn't go on like press tours or anything mm, like that. Okay. Okay. All right. So it makes sense. But she, and she did that movie Broken or Unbroken around the same time. It's either Unbroken or Changeling or something like that. Was I think it- it's Unbroken. Mm. What's the one she did yeah. with uh, Denzel? Bone Collector? Is so, that her? Oh, my God. That's old. I think so, yeah. But that's, that's like yeah, that's that's 90s. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Bone Collector. I actually mm. own that. That was one of the first movies I ever bought. <laughs> I remember seeing that movie and being like, wow, this is this mm. is interesting. <laughs> I don't know yeah, why I thought it was... a cop. She was a cop, right, I think, in that? Yeah, like, yeah. Bo- like D- Denzel's a profiler who's uh, in who can't move. He's, like, quadriplegic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's just like he needs someone on the street to be his eyes and ears. Yeah. And he sends her out, and then she becomes a better profiler because of it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then they're like, like uh, there's like a really awesome scene where like the 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 person like gets to Den's. Anyways, I won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people should watch that too. Bone Collector. Um, what was the one? Unbroken is the you were saying? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which is about like a prisoner of war in Japan. Which is my God, it's such a good movie. Yeah. I can't believe she didn't get again. She, she doesn't seem to get the credit she deserves for some things that she does that I feel like are best works. Mm. I don't know what that what, why that is for her. I have no idea. I feel like they just... That's interesting. You know, they criticize her. She's because, Angelina Jolie. Because what's she, her name makes a movie? What's her name? The one that keeps winning all the awards. Jodie Foster? No, the other one. The one that's constantly... <laughs> the other Jen one. Jen Close? 
Glenn no. Close. Is, is it Glenn Close? Is, no, the oh, other Meryl one. Streep. Meryl, Meryl Streep. Sorry. Meryl, Meryl Streep put out oh, something. Yeah. And she's like, I don't think this is my best movie. Why are you giving this to me? There's like so much better women out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Like when she won for the Iron Lady, she's like, uh, sure. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, it could have gone to this person or this person. That's cool. But yeah, sure. It's true. Meryl Streep wins a lot of awards. Yeah, she does. And sometimes undeservedly. Oh. Kind of like how back kind of like how back in the day, remember when Sixth Sense came out? Yes. Yeah. There was like Sixth Sense. Um, there's a movie with Michael Caine that came out around the same time. Mm. I can't remember. Anyway, if you just look up Oscars, uh, is it Oscar? Yeah, oh. Oscars supporting actors. Yeah, yeah the yeah. same year that Six Sense came out, and who was in that category? Yeah. everyone else that was in there deserved to win, except for Michael Caine. <laughs> Even the kid from Six Sense. But, and, usually... but what was classy about this? And if we kind of had the voice clip, we could play. Ah, uh, damn! Oh, you're cutting out. You're cutting out a lot today. I don't know why. But if we had the voice clip, we could play it, and then you were about to say, in the voice clip, he probably says something cool. Yeah. I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't know what he says. So. Am I back? Yeah, you're okay. back now. So my, Michael Caine kind of addresses like each one of them individually as to why they kind of deserve to win it more than him. <laughs> and what was funny about it, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise wasn't running for either Magnolia or has, something else. It has to be Magnolia, because I know a lot of people didn't like so, Vanilla Sky. Supporting. Yeah. It has to be Magnolia then. Yeah, and uh, Michael Caine was like, and Tom Cruise, trust me, you didn't want to win this. Do you know how much supporting actors make? And then kind of like, no, <laughs> laugh, you know? Ah, nice, <laughs> nice. That's he, funny. He, That's handled, he handled the fact that he knows he shouldn't have won it. it was yeah. Cool. But usually with the Oscars, it's always like a... never recognize the right person. Well, usually, it, yeah, it's always like, a, oh, it's a makeup. It's like, oh, we didn't give you for one, but we're giving you for and this that's one. That's why exactly. I hate the do. Oscars. The Oscars <laughs> exactly. is such a game of politics and owing, and it has nothing to do with if you were actually the best actor that year. It's all about, nope. oh, well, we kind of owe you, you know, what was it? Denzel won for training day because he didn't get for Malcolm X. No, it was, it was either yeah. Malcolm X or uh, the Hurricane. Sure, he, but he, he, he didn't win he got, for he got, multiple things he yeah. should have won for and won for training. Day. He won. He didn't win a supporting, but he didn't win for Malcolm X. But I think Hurricane was what he actually had, yeah. and he didn't win for that one. And then the following year, he did training. And, training and he, well, him and a bunch of other people got. And then Halle Berry won for Monsters Ball, yeah, but didn't win for... Yeah. What was the other one? There was I don't know. Else. I don't know if there was any other one. No, but there was something else that I remember people were saying, like, she shouldn't have won for Monsters Ball over... Either the other actors who were nominated that year, or there was another movie that they said she could have won for. If they thought her performance in Monsters Ball was that good, mm. she was equally good in this one, but didn't even get nominated. And then... Uh, Maybe, you know what's funny about that, and I hate to say this, but was she she was playing a super broken person. Yeah, so, right? <laughs> super broken black woman in Monsters Ball, so that's what deserves to win in the Oscar. <laughs> well, that's what they always say, And then say, also right? uh, Javier Bardem. No, Benicio Del Toro won for Traffic. That uh, year too, okay. and then I think they gave uh, what's his name, Dude, Mr. Tibbs. There was even more. They gave, there were even more like crazy performances in Traffic than Benicio del Toro's. <laughs> like, like was it Chueto Ajia for having to watch his wife get harassed by the cop? You ever, you, ever, you, watch, you remember Traffic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's yeah, it. That's was, what we're saying. It's a mess at the Oscars. They don't actually care yeah. about if you do a good performance. They just so, care about if they uh, owe you. Uh, so back yeah. to DTD. <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, let's jump back to the DTD because it's already 7 o'clock. Last person we have is The Bride from Kill Bill. Yeah. So I'll go first. Um, I'm teaming up with, uh, I'm draining The Bride Mm -hmm. because she has the type of dedication and passion Mm -hmm. that just doesn't stop. She has that iron will. Mm -hmm. Like, what was it we were talking, who was it we were talking about recently, Toby, where we were just like, 
the type of per- the will that like even when you're like on death's door you're still just gonna get up and keep fighting wiggle your big oh, toe yes I think this was like two DTDs ago. Yeah. Or it was a Phoenix Force character. I yeah, think. but whoever we were talking... Oh, um, K- Kang the Conqueror. Indomitable yeah, Will. <laughs> the bride Indomitable. has Indomitable Will. She just ain't <laughs> yeah. going down. Uh, she's seemingly immortal too, but anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How many times were you shot, stabbed, and sliced? Oh, you're still alive? That makes sense. Yeah, 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 so she got good. shot in the head, no? Oh, yeah, at, yeah. At her, at, her, got, at her wedding? Yeah, yeah. she got shot in the head. Yeah, exactly. That insanity. <laughs> But all that to say, I'm, dra- get- I'm draining the bride and I'm teaming up with Nikita because I like Nikita's skills. Um, any version of Nikita is essentially just uh, a, a street person who becomes one of the best spies through sheer determination mm. and training, practice, and working with people. And rec- and also reads people really well. Mm. That was one of the things mm. I liked about Nikita. She's always very good at reading people as a character. So, yeah, the bride and uh, Nikita. And then, unfortunately, be gone with salt. I mean, I don't really trust Angelina too much sometimes. <laughs> her and her dangerous movies. Yo, man, she'll come after you oh, with her man. village. Exactly. She, she loves, <laughs> like, all 13 kids Bob Marley style (laughs) (laughs) you know what based on my little knowledge unfortunately of Nikita I'm gonna go next I'm just gonna defeat her right off the bat (laughs) Uh, I just don't even want to attempt to like say anything else Um, as far as who I drain I'm gonna drain salt mainly because I really want people to watch this movie it's really (laughs) good (laughs) and also I'm, I'm teaming up with the bride because she is crazy I don't there's already enough crazy in life i don't want to be the crazy person yeah i want to be the person telling the crazy person what to do so like as soon as she's done her mission of killing everyone and kill bill what's next for her someone like that needs something to uh, she has a thirst for blood now she's gonna she needs someone to tell her what to do and salt is the right person to do that so oh, okay i see what right. you're saying uh, okay fine. Yeah, yeah. salt could direct the team, can direct, direct the, the crazy, yeah the crazy. Say, to help further her missions you yeah know? i was gonna say she's gonna raise her daughter that's it <laughs> that's Live true life. that's true she killed everyone she needed to kill she doesn't know how to be a mom anymore man and then when she gonna gonna fox's kid shows up oh yeah everyone's <laughs> and kills for that. her and everyone's then her daughter at, has to come back everyone's looking at quentin yeah. for that uh, oh yeah? A, yeah 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 uh, what a sequel yeah yeah a sequel uh, where vivica a's like a daughter's spin-off. yeah like the daughter goes to fight the bride because she tells her the bride well, nope. no, the daughter of Vivica Fox's character, because yeah. she tells her in what twenty years when you're when, when you're older and strong, yeah, come, come and fa- find me, yeah. And she, she literally tells this kid to come and kill me. <laughs> like yeah. that's kind of messed up. But I, I mean, everyone's saying, and the actress that played the kid is of age now, where she could play the role. Is it the same girl that said she wanted to do it, or is it another actress? No, the now? girl, the actress who said she wants to do it, if I'm not mistaken, is either the girl who played Rue in Mockingbird mm-hmm. or in the. Get what's it called? Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Hunger thank Games. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, either the girl who played Rue in Hunger Games, or it's the other girl. Sorry, Tobes, you're cutting, you're, out, you're cutting out, man. I I didn't hear what you said. Sorry, dude. I was asking if Rue, that girl who played Rue, is starring in something of her own now. No. Yeah, her she's been in a vehicle? whole bunch of things. She's been in a whole bunch of different movies, and oh yeah, she has that recent movie right now that got panned, but is a um. Is a YA movie based. Mm. It's like based on YA. Yeah. Oh, the one that came out recently. Yeah, and people are just like, "This is a hot mess." <laughs> like, this is a, I don't know what it's called, uh, but I, I we should look it up because these kids have superpowers again. To what her name is? Yeah. Oh, Amanda Skinberg. Yeah, mm. and then she stars in a movie that's based on a new YA book, and then people are saying that the movie came out and it's a hot mess. Yeah. They have powers. Nothing makes sense. Mm. Like this, where hands touch. Yeah. 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 
What's oh, it? Oh, right. That's going to TIFF. Okay. Uh, speak, speaking of TIFF, I might wait, be going wait. to TIFF. Yeah, Let's sorry, finish yeah. and jump into TIFF right after, though. <laughs> so I, like how just go on I know we're yeah, ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll keep the note. We're definitely going to talk yeah, about TIFF. Yeah. But what? You, so you're draining salt and you're teaming up with the bride and defeating Nikita. Defeating Nikita. Yeah. Sorry, man. draining the bride. Five finger death punch. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, I don't know much about salt. All I know is that trailer. That's she's it. A, she's a badass spy, man. You you can't go wrong. Born identity style. I don't know about her and Nikita all that well. Like I've seen bits and pieces of the show Nikita, but yeah. I don't remember grabbing my attention long enough to watch the whole like to watch yeah, continuously fair. watch it. I was more what's the kind of guy. So think of think of Salt as Born. She's mm-hmm. similar to Born, right? And then Nikita is similar to Nightwing, where she's just a nice spy. <laughs> well, she's a spy. No, Nikita, no she's not. Nikita a, is a, no, I mean she's like not. She's tame. No, but I'm saying like you're saying like she gets she works with people very well. She does, and she can read people, so she's yeah. not just constantly. I'm gonna da, 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 just break no. your arm and all that kind exactly. of stuff. So that's but what she, I mean, kind of she like she does kick ass when she has to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll team up with Nikita and defeat Salt. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I need some. I need some social somebody with the social <laughs> aspect, the social skills, because I'm the bride and I just don't want to deal with people. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Tiff. What's going on, Tiff? Because I've, I've been, I didn't add it, but I know there's a lot of movie announcements. People are really excited because there's a whole bunch of there's Tiff and there's another film festival that's coming out soon that people have been yeah, talking they're, about. Yeah, they're um, it's kind of hard to get the movies you want because of you know limited seating and like times and and some show times um, are like media only. Um, can, you, can you hear me still? Yeah, yeah, we can sure hear you. Not breaking up. No, okay, no. cool. Yeah, some show times are media only, so you probably only have like one viewing or two that's available to the public. Oh, okay. okay. I uh, so I actually signed up for a bunch of movies, but the tickets that I got back is one of them is The Predator is actually showing at TIFF. Oh no so way! I get I get a, a week advance screening of that. The Predator. I got a week advance screening of The Predator uh, before everyone else. So I can tell you guys what happens next week when I go to see it this Friday. I honestly, I honestly really hope it's good because I want. I Sh- want, it I want to be good too. I want Shane Black to win. Yeah. I, that's the main. That's my main thing. I just about think that it's movie. cool that he acted in the first one and is directing this one. He's so, di- he directed, know, and I think he I, punched I just up. Hope he bring, I think he di- he's I directing, he and he punched up the. Sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking at the same. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. That's amazing. No, I just I said I hope he brings that same feel that I have from the original because after that they've all been pretty dull. Well, like, um, I like the first. Well, I like the first one, but he didn't write it. He just was in it. Yeah. And right. then the second one wasn't too bad with Danny mm-hmm. with Don with Donald Danny Danny Glover. Yeah, it was pretty. In the, it, in the, in it, the, in the it, city. Yeah, in the city. It, I watched it, it recently. It didn't age well, it, man. It fleshes. <laughs> I feel it fleshes out that story of the Predator and it's and that world and all that kind of stuff. That's no. That's what it thing gives I like. you an angle that like oh they come back every what seven years or something crazy. No, it's I think it was a bit more than that. Seventy, I don't know. Yeah, but, no, not seventy, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I know what you mean. It, the fact that the movie came out in ninety, but was based in ninety-seven. Yeah, and like just the idea of like this is where we think technology will be, and like. LA is like a disaster well, that, zone. Well, that's and, what most movies were saying. Like, um, I know, like Escape but, from New York, The Warriors. Yeah. Like, you know, the the the, the problem with I this is going to go crazy. Like it. I don't know why, but I watched it. And I was just like, I know, I, liked, I watched it, it recently. Terrible. I didn't I, even like it when it first came out, and I and I saw it. I watched it, it as a kid, and I watched it again with a few friends. And yeah. like the again, the thing I liked about it is that it fleshed out more of the mythology of the Predator. Then you have um Gary Buse. Uh, no, yeah. right? Gary Busey shows up with his team, and they've been tracking him and, and learning about them. And like, yeah. this, they don't they don't like uh, 
cold weather. They yeah, really don't. Yeah, they always yeah. hunt in hot weather. And then all of a sudden, AVP, they're in Antarctica. And just destroys all that. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? That yeah. Was put into play. yeah, exactly. Like AVP was the, the two AVP movies well, were terrible. What, is, what what would be their weakness for such an elite species that's trained over centuries? We're gonna assume centuries at this point mm-hmm. to yeah. become the elite and most perfect killer. They've definitely addressed any of their weak points in their armor or anything. So I'm, I always wonder, the predator always wins. Yeah, like, but usually it they just like heat because in that movie there was a big heat wave going on in L.A. and then he's like drawn to it because all the violence that's going on and yeah. da da da. So it for but it doesn't make sense for them to like heat if they use heat sensing to. Well, it's maybe I don't know. Maybe the technology is so far ahead that it just it doesn't have to worry about that. Like it, it if they come from a place that's tropical and heat like that, then yeah, you know okay. you can you could dial that in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also, I, I liked uh, the other one that would kind of fit in with the chronology of all that is Predators, where they get the people get snatched to their planet. Oh, oh yes, yeah. yes, yes, I thought yes. that one was good. I didn't, I didn't mind that one. I like that I didn't one. Mind it. I like, like the prisoners sort of left alone on the island. Yeah, kind of situation. But this, right? so this yeah. new the Predator. This this is called the Predator or the Predators. Yeah, the, the, predator. the Predator. The Predator. Yeah. No, yes. Okay, and this one is. A continuation in the same universe. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. In the actual same yeah. universe where Arnold and yeah. and Donald Glover, da- uh, Danny Glover, Danny Glover, and I'm assuming the the Black Ops team and slash evil people that they bring to the um to that planet as like a game yeah. reserve kind of thing. Okay. 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 Yeah. And then the um the other movie I'm gonna go see is right now as it stands is Hotel Mumbai. Oh, I, I haven't it's heard okay. about that one. About the story of the victims and survivors of uh, the terrorist attacks in Mumbai, I think 2008 or something like that. Oh, oh damn. wow. Okay. So okay. yeah, it should be. Uh, should, it's kind of like similar to. Have you seen the movie with Owen Wilson when him and his family are trapped? And uh, I forget what. I don't know the name of the movie, but I know what you're talking about. There's somewhere yeah, it's in similar to that kind of pace. I feel you're gonna be on the side of like the victims. There's the somewhere survivors. in Asia. There's somewhere in Asia, and then like there's a yeah. coup, either a coup or. The, the an election happens and the government's like, oh, we're getting rid of all anybody that's not like us. Anybody that's yeah. an underrated movie. Yeah. This movie has incredible pace. It's called No Escape. It came out in 2015. Okay, and really, really good. Everyone should go check that out too. A lot of recommendations today. Yeah, but these are good movies. I start, guarantee. Actually, good. start writing those down because I'll add them in the doc for the episode so that we. To- Toby's I actually shall. telling me that he likes movies. So salt, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Salt, so, unbroken, bone salt. collector, no escape. What else is it? Predators. Predators. Yeah, yeah. Salt. The, I'm gonna write them down. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't like the I'll fact. I'll let you guys know once I see these movies what I think about them next week. You didn't like that in Predator Two? He fights uh, King Willie. Oh, the, the Rasta, the Rasta guy. Exactly, no, exactly <laughs> dude, I really it. didn't like. Uh, I just rewatched. Yeah, I just rewatched two, like maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Like my buddies and I did a marathon. Oh. We watched one and two, and we were gonna watch a third, but like we uh-huh. ended up ordering food and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. But all this to say, like when we watched the first one, we're like, wow, this aged well. Like we we're yeah, yeah. Like Arnold was great at the end. Carl Weathers, all of it was great. Mm-hmm. Then we watched the second one, and like ten minutes in, we're like, oof. Yeah, yeah. This is not it's a good dated. movie. This is horrible. And then we get to the end where like where like Danny's climbing down the side of a building and he like the thing falls. Somehow he doesn't get hurt. Crawls over into the building. The predator's running around. Yeah, it yeah. might as well have had like <laughs> like I was like, what is going on? The oh, ending was gosh. good with Danny Glover and him. Uh, yeah. the, the, the 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 hunter. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, you know what the, gave me terrible, terrible flashbacks of the terrible Jamaican accents in this movie was the Luke Cage. Yes, yes. Oh, what was the it's, other? I was, it, that, like, when, you, when you were they saying, they also like Jamaican Haitians. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna was, say, I was gonna say. So if you don't like Predators for that stereotype, then you don't like uh, what's his name, uh, Steven Seagal's Mark. Steven, no, Steven Seagal, Mark for Death. Have I, oh I don't like God. any Steven, Steven Seagal Waters. movies. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Just, that, <laughs> I'm saying it just to get a rise out of you guys. Screwface. 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 Terrible. Well, I no. Mean, well, in Bad Boys too, they were actually Haitian. I was gonna say, yeah, they were actually yeah. Haitian. Yeah. You killed my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the devil. Oh my god. But yeah, man, all those movies. It's like when you're like watching them, you're just like, why? Why are you guys doing it this way? Like, why is it so over the top? But yeah, but yeah, TIFF is coming. There's like a whole bunch of announcements being made about different movies and different stuff that people are going to be working on. And there's a, I was listening to the writers panel podcast on from Nerdist this morning, mm-hmm. and they were talking about another festival that's really for like the movie elite. Ooh. It's like the like creme de la creme go to this festival. It's in a small town. It's like it's like even higher echelon than Sundance. Oh God. Is it, is it Bender? Uh, the Bend town or something? Something like yeah, it's some small town where like only like legit only movie files like cinephiles go to this. <laughs> like the guy was explaining, he's just like it's really the type of festival that only cinephiles go to. And one of the things is because Netflix and Con, the Con Film Festival didn't really work out their situation because mm-hmm. Con put in the rules that the movie actually has to screen in a theater, Ooh. and Netflix was just like, well, bun you. Yeah, exactly. We're just like, fine, we'll just pull our movies. A lot of the movies that were expected to play in the festival are now playing in TIFF and this other festival. Oh, okay, okay. At least that's what the podcast was saying this morning. Well, when it was made. Only I, the snootiest. I listened to it this morning. Only the snootiest of the snoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're telling you tell me that Amanda's movie that's coming out of TIFF is getting panned by critics? Yeah. Is this the Nazi one where she's like a black girl who falls in love with No, white, no, 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 no. Uh, this is the, there's one where she, it's a YA story and she has powers. Oh, Oh yeah! Hmm. Oh, darkness. Uh, I, I don't remember darkness the title. Amongst us or something. I don't oh, know. I, I, but just look up right because it looks really like mind. it looks like it's a um. They're driving. Or, they're driving some some point A to point B or something. So, they're getting chased by somebody. You know what it is? Mm. If you've seen the end of Logan and those mutant kids escape, yeah, it's the mutants kids escape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. That's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, and it's kind of like mixed with uh, Divergent, where they have tiers of. You know how they separate people yeah. out into like careers and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, in this movie, they separate the powers into level of, uh, I guess, threat. Yeah. So you have the greens, and then you have the reds, you have the oranges. So they actually have like colors associated with their level of power. And she turns out to be one of the most powerful, like below. Like an the- omega. Right, but so- just below the omega. Right. Oh, okay, okay. Obviously, we know as, as the movie progresses in the next two or three chapters, she's probably on Omega level, whatever the power. Yeah. Want to call it that they have. I mean, I so. I actually like YA movies, so I was looking mm-hmm. forward to it because those YA movies are kind of they're like action, but they they also don't seem to take themselves as seriously. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're telling me that this movie is basically The Giver, where they kind of like I'm talking about the book The Giver. So they you you get to a certain age and then they put you into a specific like plan like here you're, you're gonna yeah. be this you're gonna be that you're gonna be that you're exactly. gonna be that and then they just exactly. took the ending of the logan yeah. where it's like you know the journey the like oh we're gonna go from take here to over here work, man take things <laughs> that's exactly work. it yeah but and they're trying to find they're trying to find you know the safe haven for yeah. the kids like them uh because she's an orange level um 
I don't even know if they're mutants. They don't even say what they you are. Can really. say I I, we we know what you're uh, talking about. <laughs> no, we can't. Fox will they, sue us. Oh boy, they kill, Disney they now. actually kill. They kill the level red and orange right oh, away at wow. the camps. Right? Oh, but okay. she was now her power. I guess I can say what her power is. Who cares? Because it's yeah, like the first thing. Okay. You know. yeah. No her one's power watching. Power is to kind of like to control minds. Ooh, right. So she Xavier. figures out just how to use it right away. So um and is able to kind of like get out of it and have the guy change her color to green oh, right okay. but the problem with that is green people are smart they're supposed to be like the smartest ones and she's not really like <laughs> they're all like genius einstein level yeah. Yeah. i mean if she can read minds though that could be an advantage i just got to read the mind of the person next to me when so, the teacher asks a question so basically what you're telling me is <laughs> you're gonna re- recut it okay um this ain't that good. No, no, it doesn't sound no, that Sorry, great. no. The point I was gonna I make is like, remember before a few, you know, a few episodes we've been saying like, yeah, come up with your own stories, come up with something original, yeah. and do your own thing. We're not there yet, people. No, there's no original <laughs> ideas. Everything <laughs> is a mesh and a mix of other stories. That's what that's where we're at. And I, I'm, it's either nostalgia or a mashup. Yep. Yeah. That's <laughs> to it. And it's the same thing with music. Like I feel like that's the music industry too. Yeah. I mean, we've gone to a point where. It's tough. It's tough to be the new thing. True. And you're not going to be appreciated in the now. You're going to appreciate it probably later when yep. people are like, oh, I remember that thing. Oh, yep. yeah, it was so cool. And then people kind of remember it in their own way and probably add on to it and yeah. continue on. Because we're what? We're at like 5,000. How long? How far does our history go back? Like a, some a lot. 6,000 years? Probably. That we've written, I mean, yeah, that yeah. we've kept track of. Mm. Maybe 6,000. That stuff burning down or being lost to time. Yeah. Burning down, loss of time, completely changed by humans. Mm -hmm. I'd say, Toby, I was saying we're maybe, what, 6,000 years of history, written history somewhere somehow. Maybe more, maybe less. But like, Probably more. I'm thinking biblically because I'm thinking Judaism is in 5,600 something the year. So I'm thinking that's, you know, just a little before that. What's the the reason why you guys are saying that? Well, I was saying like there's no original ideas anymore because we're at 6,000 years yeah, worth like, of stories like already was, told. Like, so, like, every, how do you tell a new story? Every episode we've been saying, like, you know, people should be coming up with their own ideas yeah. and new ideas and this and that. And what we're getting right now is just remixes or mishmash or... Uh, That's you know. true. I mean, it's kind of like <laughs> it's that hard. saying, as cliche, as cliche as that saying is, is there's nothing new under the sun, literally, no, right? Yeah. We Everything's kind of being touched at some point in some way, in some shape or form, whether we know it or not. So yeah, really, like, what is an original idea? Like, if you think <laughs> about it, even the first Star Wars movie was a mashup of a of bunch course. of different things. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Westerns, uh, yeah. sci-fi, yeah. Japanese but movies, sci-fi, um, samurai movies, and it's just how he managed to just do it in a different way. Tobes? And, it, and it's what we always say, Brian, is that even though there is nothing new, it's how you actually yes. tell that story that yeah. matters. Yes. And which direction you choose to go. Instead of remaking the same thing, yeah. tell it in a different way. That's why then the reboot is the problem. Because someone asked me, like one of my friends asked me after you listened to our last episode, he's just like, why do reboots bother you guys so much? And I was just like, because <laughs> the, the thing with the reboots is they're not trying to figure out a new way to tell the story. They're literally going, how did they tell the story last time? Okay, let's tell that exact same story from this angle. Mm. Like that's my thing. And we'll just make it look cooler. Yeah. But we're we'll not update the anything. graphics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, I mean, I'm sorry that we probably talked about this exact same issue in the past yeah, but, two or yeah. three I, podcasts, but just one last yeah, thing. Uh, I was gonna say, just I like remakes of stuff that no one ever cared about, hmm? and then that becomes the new thing. Okay. So like Scarface was a remake of an old 19. 19- 
40s movie of about an actual gangster like meh coppers meh yeah. take that so it, and his rise and fall yeah uh the thing wasn't it was a remake of an old black and white like monster movie like oh it's yeah. the thing uh, you know so like when you do stuff like that and then all of a sudden you bring in his new ideas these new effects and you could just knock it out of the park completely yeah so i mean sometimes good sometimes bad We'll see what 2018 and the future brings. I'm hoping for some cool stuff. Uh, when it comes to the superhero game, I'm hoping for a lot of good stuff, but we'll see about that. Mm-hmm. But we're going into our next segment, View the Right Thing, Jaws D. Speaking of people who are trying to be new and different, uh, Boots Riley, sorry to bother you. Yep. I'll take it away, buddy. So, I haven't seen it yet. We both saw, we both it. saw it. Same screening. Yeah. <laughs> I was like looking in front of me at the theater and I saw, I thought I saw Brian. And then when he turned his head, I was like, oh, it's totally Brian. I was like, hey, Brian, <laughs> sit down. Yeah, yeah. He started telling me to sit. I literally just walk in the theater. I'm trying to find a seat. This man's yelling, sit down. And the people behind me started laughing. And I, I, like, I waved just so he knows it's me and I'm not being a complete jerk. Because at first I didn't, I wasn't, I was like, wait, did someone call my name? Because I didn't hear you at first. But yeah. <laughs> So basically, this movie. Oh man, I should have brought up the IMDb. IMDb. Well, it's page. Lakeith Stanfield, Thank Tessa you. Thompson, mm-hmm. um, Jermaine Fowler, Stephen Yun, starring uh, Danny Glover, Glover and Army Army Hammer. Army Hammer, yeah. Uh, so basically, this movie takes place in a weird. I well, wa- from what I read, it is technically supposed to be an alternate reality. Yeah, it seems like it's an alternate reality. Like, and you're watching it. So basically, this movie takes place. It's not the near future. It's kind of in the now. Yeah, pretty much. And. Um, What's his name? Lakeith? Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith, uh's character is, you know, trying to find work. Cash try- Green. Cash, yeah, Cash Green trying to find work. And he, the only thing he's, it seems like he could find right now is a call center, a telemarketing <laughs> job. And he tries to lie to get into this oh, job. I love the interview at the beginning. And the interview in the beginning, in the beginning is really, really good. I'm not going to spoil it. And he ends up getting the job, even though whatever he does in the beginning, he gets the job. And so he's, you know, he's calling people. And the way the movie works is very surreal. It's like a Michelle Gondry yeah. kind of surreal, weird movie. Uh, he's calling people uh, at their house, at their homes, and they he drops in on them. Yeah, the it's, way they pre- represent it is like if like you're eating dinner, when he calls you, all of a sudden his desk drops and he's at your table with yeah. you. Yeah, and so it's like so that's uh, like him. Yeah, and, it's yeah. really cool. It, it's actually pretty cool how they do it. And it's funny because like it's his like the the the. The monitor moves and, and yeah, stuff flies off like, his table, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, and he's, he's like, gasping. oh my god!" Like he's like, as if an earthquake happened. It's pretty. So funny. it's like it's like him thinking about it. Like he thinks he's like dropping in on these people unexpected, yeah. and there's like a lot of failed attempts at making sales and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, a lot of like messed up ones, and I'm pretty sure like if anyone had a tele uh, a, a phone, like a, oh I've done it, a, a call, a job where you're call calling center. call yeah. center, like yeah, you've experienced all of oh, that. Oh yeah, so it's all definitely like you kind of feel how he's feeling yeah the pressure uh, to sell like i was an inbound call center and there's still the pressure to like sell and mm. upsell and convince them to do this and essentially and, rip them off yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways uh and so um you know he's not making any sales and he's trying you know he's trying to do his thing because you know it's works on commission obviously uh his girlfriend i forgot her name in the movie detroit detroit uh she's an artist uh kind of like a protest artist <laughs> so she, she's like spin signs and stuff like that and they'll say stuff on them but yeah. Her earrings are what her like yeah. biggest, yeah. Yeah, her earrings are really they constantly change. They always say something. And there's always something going on in them. Um, what's even funnier is that she's not really that great of a, a sign spinner. No, not at <laughs> she's all. She's average, yeah. maybe not yeah. even. She's like average. She's okay. Like she's not great at it. 
you know, she's as good a sign spinner as any of us would be if we just tried twirling <laughs> a sign. We, we just started out. Yeah, like tomorrow. she just. Yeah, like you know, just flipping it like up, down. You know. No, no, no technique. Yeah, she's just like no uh, flair, no, no sensation. At least I didn't find so. But anyway, so basically, uh, cat, uh, crash. Cash he's Green, yeah. sitting next to you know this old cat who is played by Danny Glover. If you watch the trailer, he tells him to like you know speak in his white voice. Yeah. And like, Young blood. and and they talk, and he's like, "Oh, well, I can speak." And he holds his nose. He's like, "No, no, no, I'm not talking about nasally stuff. I'm talking like real, like deep. Like I'm not talking about white voice, like Will Smith, like you're yeah. proper. I'm talking about like your bills are paid. You don't have a care in the world. Like you don't really need the this way job. he explains it is actually pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. The idea, <laughs> like your bills are paid. Yeah, the idea behind it is more the way white people think they sound." So you're not even like uh, you're not even talking the way like white people would want mm-hmm. to be more comfortable, but the way a comfortable, well, like successful, not even well spoken, but just successful, happy life is a breezy, easy situation. I don't really need to. I don't really need his job. I'm I'm hooking you. Yeah, up. like I'm helping you out. I'm de- I'm doing you a it favor. It was it was good. So it was what's good. messed up about That's this great. part is that. When they do these voices, it seems like, you know, a few people have this skill. It's not everybody has this skill. Yeah. And when they do it, it's not them doing a white voice. It's actual white comedians doing yeah. voices for them. They so dub them over. They, they dub them over. So you have oh, wow. David Cross. Yeah, David Cross is, one is, of, Cash, is Cash's voice. Um, Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt is somebody Mr. else. Mr. Blank's yes, voice. Mr. Blank's voice. Yeah. And I don't know. I can't remember who's. Uh, oh, Steve Buscemi, apparently. Yes. Is, Dan, is Danny Glover's. <laughs> is Danny Glover's white voice. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy, pretty insane. Is it, is it seamless or do they make you notice that? It's supposed to be seamless because I studied sound. I was very much noticing because okay. it's more just if anything, it was more cash because cash talks so much mm. that there's a lot of David Cross's voice dub. Yeah. So it wasn't right. as smooth because sometimes cash is like, like, you know, if I move my mouth a certain way, the word would come out a certain st- way, but everything right, right, was just right. perfectly delivered by David Cross, mm. you know? Okay. So there wasn't that kind of like... If, there wasn't just a little bit of nuance here and there. Which is fine. I mean, I, I don't think they yeah. needed to go over the top yeah. with it. Like, you know, if Cash... Like, there's one scene specifically I remember where Cash has his head down and he has his hand in a certain way. And I remember thinking, as a sound person, you know, that's not how it would sound if you said that in mm. that room. But that's the ner- uh, the sound nerd in me who yeah. studied yeah. acoustics and stuff. It's not a matter of the film, so... And so, but uh, for the layman, you say that definitely passes. Yeah, it passes. I would say it's okay. Yeah, and and they do bring it yeah. up that in world, like people notice that this is a completely different yeah. voice coming out of them, and it's really jarring. Like Detroit and weird. hates when Cash does the voice. She's always like, "You need to stop doing <laughs> That's that." That's really creepy. You need yeah. to stop. That's messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty funny. <laughs> so basically, uh, Cash it gets, works. It works. Yeah, so Cash starts getting really good at his job, and they keep promising this position that's called the the power the power sellers power caller yeah. power callers, and he gets to get bumped up into the uh, upper room and that's where the real money's being made yeah. and he keeps seeing this golden elevator and he keeps seeing this uh, Mr. Mr. Blank walking Mr. Blank, in yeah. and out blah 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 and Mr. Blank is played by Amari from uh, who plays Ghost on Power ah yeah. okay and he's the one with the voice of Patton Oswalt yeah <laughs> seeing him with Patton Oswalt's voice the first time you hear it you're like, it's what? so like what the hell especially since like the first thing he says is it's white voices only up here and you're like oh that was weird that was so weird and so and so the rest of the movie is about 
uh, Cash uh, really fighting with like this moral battle that he has yeah. where there's like the B plot starts coming in and you start <laughs> learning about all the other stuff that's going on in the background. Yeah. And then the foreground starts coming into the like the background stories stuff starts coming into the foreground very good yeah and all that that kind of stuff so it kind of meshes really well together i find that's a good way of saying that the background stuff starts to mesh with the foreground is actually exactly because they'll bring up stuff in the background you're like okay and then it starts coming up more and more and more um army hammer's character he's like a he's a mogul yeah He's a mogul and he owns a company yeah. and blah blah blah. But it seems like he owns multiple companies, pretty much. He's he's. It seems like he's kind of supposed to be a coked out, like who's the guy that owns Elon Musk? Yeah, yeah. Like okay, coked I would out say Elon Musk. Musk, Musk yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be but that more, kind of. But he's more selling labor. He's not really selling. Yeah. You know, tech. Yeah. Tech. Yeah. Well, okay. he's selling. Yes, it's you're labor. Right, it's yeah. labor. He's it's selling more, labor. It's yeah. true. So Steve Lift, Steve. Steve Lift, I think, is his name. Oh, the Amazon? No, his character. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to remember. And um, so the movie, the mo- I, f- I thought the movie was really good. It had a nice story. It had a good, uh, let me get there. Let me get there. I know. I'm let me get there, Brian. Anything, anything. It, it had a really good message. had a good, good moral anything. to it and stuff like that. <laughs> but, yeah, 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 yeah. but it's so hard to recommend because the third act. Oh! God just railroads you but the good thing about this movie okay I'm gonna ask you something Brian okay because you always like oh I saw that coming I saw that coming no I've met it from a mile away <laughs> did you see that third act coming I at did all? not see the third act coming at in the slightest so, it so definitely is, this, is before you guys go further yeah is, are you saying the third act switch is sort of a good twist or is it like why did you guys go down that path okay so for can I say go first so I'll just say for me the thing that Boots Riley was trying to get across was already established in the first and second act. He's very right. much trying to make a specific point. And mm-hmm. he already sets everything up to make that point with all the pieces he had. So think of right. it as building you, you're building furniture. You have all the pieces and you start putting it together. Mm. And then for some reason, you just go and get extra pieces to me that you don't need to build this furniture and you just start tacking it onto the furniture because in your head, this is going to make it better. This will really make a desk a desk if I add these pieces. And that's what it was to me. The movie is this lesson and act one, act two, I was getting it. And then act three comes and I'm like, why the fuck are you getting all these extra pieces? I know what you're saying. And do you feel that overdoing for, it? For I me, felt, I felt. For me, it was like whiplash. Yeah, it was like a hard like what? Yeah, and um, <laughs> yeah, it was like jarring. As so there's all no payoff to the first and second act then, because that's the yes. thing that's messed up. Because like like <laughs> yes, like Josh D was saying, he does such a good job at bringing the the background to the fore foreground, like background to the front. Mm-hmm. He does yeah. such an excellent job at doing it. That is like t- Jaws D's explanation is dead on because I didn't even think of it that way, but. Everything you're seeing is getting you prepared for something down the road. But this right. is the one thing in the third act that I didn't see coming at all. There was no okay. seeds planted. There was no ideas around it. And then it comes in and I'm like, I don't understand why you're doing this. And at first, I didn't think it was actually going to be a legit plot. I thought it was just going to be a joke. Mm. But then it stays all the way to the end. And it actually, mm. to me, 
in a way kind of undermines what the other message was because it it overtakes the value it doesn't d negate the value of the first and second act but right. it does this weird thing of overtaking mm. the importance of That's the first interesting but, but the I way you guys are describing this sounds like normally in a movie where a director needs a bailout he'll do something random like that as a bailout but this seems to me you're saying like an unnecessary yeah. turn. I, I I slightly disagree a bit. Okay. Because even when that reveal happens and the the story continues, the characters make a point that hey, sometimes when you get something revealed to you, no one give no one cares. Yeah. I, yes. That's so, true. So I there's a good. That. So so I mean, there's don't yes. you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater no, kind of thing no no I, there is there is a good point within it but it's just so but like, like you have to have a temperament for this kind of movie but that's you what i'm saying just, for, I, it's hard to recommend yeah for me it once again though my analogy of you already built the furniture you didn't need like what you're saying about how you know he it really hammers home the point with what they're doing mm. i agree but the mm. thing was they had the tools to like they already had the parts to do that with yeah. what they had told us I really didn't. And, and did didn't, you did you feel like before that point the movie was kind of slowing down? The second act, the end yes. of the second act, was kind of slowing down, wrapping very down, much so. And you're okay. Where are you gonna go with this? And it just feels like he, like, like either he didn't want to end it conventionally. Yes. And he was just like, you know what? I want I want another thing to tack on to this. Just mm -hmm. to, but without it being me directly talking about what's going on right now. Yeah. Did he M Night Shyamalan himself? I don't think so. Nah. I don't know. It's not It's not that. It's hard, no. It's just... I, I, you know what, Toby? There's some people that I know who saw the movie and think that was excellent. And it's an amazing... It's an amazing rating. Yeah, and yeah. it's an amazing commentary. It's just me personally. Because I understood the direction. And I think Mobs, my friend, said it. He was just like, but everyone's already told us that story that way. So this was him, and that's what we've been saying. Give us an original idea. And he did. And, and he did. <laughs> he and did. don't get me wrong. It's an original idea. It's <laughs> just did. the way he did it, I don't understand because, again, I felt like he was already there. Mm -hmm. You already had me with the lesson. You're already teaching me the lesson. You've made your points. You've made valid points. You've already established everything I need to understand what you're trying to convey to the world through your art. But then to add that third act, I, or the, sorry, th I knew there was going to be a third act, but to add that element in the third act, I was just like, what? Yeah. And I just sat there thinking, this is, I don't understand what's Listen, going man, on. It's like that saying from Alfred Tennyson, and we'll end it on this. Ours is not to reason why. <laughs> yeah. Ours is to do and die. Yeah. There you go. That's okay. it. Yep. <laughs> it that's just it. is what it is. So, that's, that's fair. I would say... If you have a temperament for it, yeah, for weird, just weird movies. So yeah. Michelle Gondry, um, what's the other, what's the other type of movie that that I could think of? I, I know Terry Gilliam, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas kind of style with the everything goes all weird and oddball and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, I like it. I would say, I would say you probably like it. You're more likely to like it. Yeah, I say it's a good movie. I say the acting across the board 100. was amazing. Hundred. Cast was good. Terry Crews was awesome. Forgot to mention Terry yes, Crews. Yes. And I remember watching an uh, interview with him and he said what drew him to the story was that he remembers, like he had family members like that, uncles that like yeah. their, their whole lives were spent at the factory and when the factory ups and, ups and leaves, yeah. that's, they're kind yeah. of out of, like, out of the lurch. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So 
I thought it was pretty cool. Cool. I agree. Well, how much? Just a random trivia question. How much do you guys think was the budget of this movie? It was low. Yeah, I would say so. Give me a number. Oh, I have uh, 50, 25. I don't know. No, I'm thinking less than. No, yeah, I'm thinking less than like what? I'm saying 3 million? Even? It was low. It was low. That's what I'm saying. 3.2 million. 3.2 million to make. Definitely not a 25 million. I don't know. Yeah, it's like an artsy film. 3.2, I would. It's definitely artsy. Um, yeah, it, it took in seventeen million overall. Oh, that's, that's good. good. It, made, yeah. it made its money back. Um, what's her yes. name? Uh, Detroit, like Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson's character has like a Vernie Sage, and she does some performance art. Oh yeah, her. And I'm trying to understand it, and I'm like, I don't get this. This yeah. is just ridiculous. What's that test? What's it? What's the name of the test? Bershall Ber- Ber- test, where they say two Bech- Bechtel test. Bechtel test. Yeah, that's the one where two women have to speak. Two named female characters. Yeah. have to speak in a movie for longer for a certain amount of time without talking yeah. about a significant other. Yeah, not talking about, about a man. A man. Yeah. yeah, and his and, his plot. And someone said that her character fails that in this movie, and then Boots wrote a whole thing about it, defending the the character. And I I I mean because of the type of story he was trying to tell. I understand what mm-hmm. he was saying because there are no other female characters. Yeah, that's true. Like, there's one other female character in the movie. Oh, was it Lucy the Bo- the Boetry, the, uh, Bo- the, the 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 manager, the new manager? Oh, De- uh, Oh, yes, de- yes, da- yes, Diana, Diana, the debauchery, the de- debauchery. Was like, doesn't that spell debauchery? Yeah. And it's like, no, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it literally <laughs> spells that. And I see, like, it's- and I thought they were gonna do something with that. Yeah, I thought, there's I, a lot I, of little. It, I thought that was gonna go somewhere. Yeah, but it didn't. There's a lot of little things where it's just like, oh, here's a little flavoring, uh, and then oh, but I'm not. No, that doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Maybe there's something longer with it, and they cut it out. Uh, uh, Toby, you're right. We're gonna move on from yeah, this. Yeah, excuse it, me. It was fun. I, I I liked it, even though I didn't like it. That's last it, last thirty seconds didn't need to be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they definitely needed didn't need that kind of hashtag post credit scene that was yeah. anyways um lodge 49 i'll make this super quick very interesting show if you guys are looking for a type of show like jaws you were talking to me the other day a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. slice of life yeah where it's just like this is just a day in the life yeah it's not life. meant to be a commentary it's not meant to be a comedy it's mm-hmm. not meant to be a mystery it's I mean, just it, i mean it could be all those things but just you know it's just regular people just going about their day but it's, it's not like oh my god super crazy supernatural stuff ah. bong lodge 49 is about there, there's an organization called the Lynx. They are similar to the Freemasons, mm-hmm. and yep. uh, and but it's not a secret organization or anything. Anyone can join, and the whole story is just about Lodge Forty Nine and what makes this lodge interesting. Okay. There's a certain element to it that makes it slightly more interesting than other lodges, uh, and then towards the end, there's some interesting payoff. There's some great acting. Um, a lot of people don't know this. And I always find it funny, but and it's kind of fun to tell them. Kurt Russell's son is the star. Oh, um, he's also the young man who played in that episode of Black Mirror with the video game, where he doesn't answer the call from his mom. Mm. I don't know if you guys yeah. remember that one, but yeah, that's Kurt Russell's son. Okay, and the actress that plays his sister in the show is from the British version of the series called Humans. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's. Oh, a, is that the main? Is that the main? Robot? Not the main girl. No, not the main robot. She's Hester. On okay. humans, so okay. she's no. She leaves like I think after season one or two. Not a spoiler, okay, guys. Another, or like that's another good show. Yeah, humans is actually really fun. Another thing to add to the list, people should watch. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I really like Lodge Forty Nine. I like the way the story is structured. I find it super interesting. The thing I liked about it the most was the fact that it's not a mission. Like, there's not that 
over the top story mm-hmm. being told. It's just like this is a guy. This is his sister. This is how their life is messed up. Yeah. Their dad passed away. These are their friends. This is the lodge where they hang out. And mm-hmm. that's it. But it's not done like a sitcom. Yeah. Okay. Because that's the other thing. Usually slice of life, I feel, in North America are sitcoms. Like, a slice of life in someone's life is, mm. here's the funny, Yeah. but you don't really get slice of life dramas. Like, no. would, like Suits is not a slice of life. No. Suits is a law procedural. Yeah, like, yeah, type pretty thing. much. Uh, so, or serial, technically, I guess, because there's that overarching all the time. Anyways, all that to say, check out Lodge 49. Uh, I also watched Jack Ryan Ooh. on uh, the Amazon series. Yep, yep. Which, uh, I was going to say, but I didn't. What's his name? Krasinski? What's his first name? J. Jack, Michael? John Krasinski? Yeah. Uh, so first thing first, I want to shout out to all the Montreal talent that was in this. Ah, no way. It was so cool to see Adam, Letitia, who I went to high school with. <laughs> shout out to Letitia and Victoria Sanchez from Student Bodies. All of them are in this show. Oh, no way. Yeah, it was super fun to watch. It was, it, I mean, so I've That's watched, awesome. I can't remember the the last Jack Ryan movie I saw, which is what kind Some of makes, all fears, maybe. Maybe could, Jack Ryan. I've actually never seen, I've never seen any of them. I've seen one. You've never seen uh, Hunt for Red October? No. Nope. I wow. Didn't. Okay. Uh, was it some of all fears? Yeah. Uh, I know me and my coworkers actually went through all the movies. But there's there's one. There's Harrison Ford plays one. Yeah. So it's um. What's his Baldwin name? Baldwin plays one. Alec Baldwin. Hunt for October. October. Yeah. Then Harrison Ford did it twice. Okay. Um. And then is it? it and then Patriot, it's Ben Affleck. Patriot pa- games. Yeah. Patriot Games and something else. Yeah. Uh, the clear. 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 Clear and present danger. Sorry, Topes. What were you saying? Yeah. I was saying the Cardinal of the Kremlin, and then Clear and Present Danger. Who was a star in Clear and um, Present Danger? When, Harrison Ford. That's a good question. Oh, okay. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Okay. And then uh, there's Some of All Fears, which is Ben Affleck. Okay. Uh, and then mm-hmm. there was Chris Pine, which was uh, Jack Ryan. Uh, was Shadow it? Recruit. Shadow Recruit, yeah. And that was the that was the reboot. That was the like we're, one, we're going right? to to him when he started, when he's an analyst, the, an analyst first, and then he gets dragged into the, uh, the field, basically. Yeah. But then it seems like... So that's where the show starts. Yeah, so it seems like this show kind of maybe glosses over Shadow Recruit because I think by the end of Shadow Recruit he becomes an agent and or he becomes part of the CIA. Well, this show is he's an analyst and yeah. he's and by the end it's not that he becomes an agent but he's an analyst and he just keeps getting pulled in yeah. to situations. The I, the acting's great. Uh Wendell Pierce is always yeah. solid as an actor. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't say anything bad about the dude. Best name ever. Uh, he comes in, he <laughs> plays... Uh, my one thing about these shows is a small concern mm-hmm. that we are still depicting um, Muslims and, and the people in the Middle East as uh, terrorists all the time. And I, I, and I don't think they did enough to try and curb the idea that the, the people who do these things are not actually Muslims. They're... They're just extremists. They're extremists mm. who use their religion as a weapon yeah. to try and control people. Mm-hmm. Like, the, one of the things that I've been... I always try and explain to people after these unfortunate terrorist attacks that, you know, fingers crossed, never happen again. It would be a wonderful world if we could say that. But the the reason they do these attacks, the, the attacks are recruitment tools. Mm. They do them specifically so that the world will turn on Muslims mm-hmm. and then because the message is always afterwards, come home to us. Yeah. We will support you. We love you. And blah. And that's what the the yeah. whole message in the show, mm-hmm. the guy does the attack. And he, the first thing he starts to tell the people when his video comes out is, yeah, come home, mm-hmm. come be with us. 
be part of the love that is Islam and all this crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you see it, and, you, and I remember getting goosebumps because I'm like, man, this, this is what I'm always telling people about. Like, mm-hmm. this is why they attack. They're not attacking because they actually, well, they do hate the West, yeah. but it's a recruitment tool. Yeah, yeah. They're using it to scare sure. people. And then when, you know, when people turn on you in the street and you're there and you're thinking, why am I putting up with this when there's these people back home who are saying, come and be with us. But, you know, hopefully, you know, if you're strong-willed enough, you realize these yeah. people are angry angry because of those people and you're being put upon in the middle so don't let yourself get played yeah but this show that was my one thing i didn't feel the show did enough to be like hey by the way because like wendell pierce's character is is muslim and he only says it once like that's they're not muslim like you know like oh okay and i was like yo you need people saying that in every episode if you're gonna <laughs> depict terrorists like this man like there's a whole scene with a, a guy from France yelling and insulting all the Muslims in yeah, there. Yeah. And I'm like, and Wendell Pierce is just like holding his beads and praying. And I'm like, oh, wow. And he doesn't say anything to the guy. He's just like, like, he essentially, the guy thinks that Wendell Pierce is Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, of course. Which is, you know, black man, Christian, it's pretty standard. But, Every, you know. That's what everyone always thinks. Exactly. <laughs> but then, like, in the scene, the guy's, like, bad-mouthing Islam, and they're all coming here to force our women into Shia law, and all. And he starts spewing all yeah, this yeah. hate and visceral. And Wendell doesn't say anything. And I'm like, I get it. Like, but you're not going to change his mind. I know, I He's know. He's not going but to. You, but and remember, then you get into his face, and then what's, what's going to happen? But that's the thing. It's a TV show, so you got you to gotta also do that for the people watching mm. because there there are people who are going to sit there and go that dude's right like mm. they're watching the show thinking like good job jack you ryan know? kill all those terrorists it's like no that's yeah. not the point of the story sorry right. was he now was he sitting there by himself and this person was going up it's just wendell and this guy and they're in a car together and the guy's going off yeah uh, see, what they should have done at that point is actually insert a third party who actually does the speaking for him yeah in sort of a defense yeah. And then that same person asks Wendell Pierce's character after they get out the car later and says, hey, how come you didn't say anything? Yeah, that would have been nice. And then he can yeah. have his moment, like his turn, right? Yeah, so where he explains. you have someone who stood up for him, and you have that same person who stood up for him asking him why he didn't stand up for himself. Yeah. And you yeah. can kind of have those two sides of that. Anyway. I agree. But, yeah, I, like, right. I mean, small stuff like that was my only comment because it's 2018. Did you ever still... see the movie, uh, Don Cheadle movie, The Traitor? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a good movie. Mm, very good yeah. movie. That yeah. and The Kingdom was another good one too. That I haven't seen. That was really good because the, <laughs> the the ending and the beginning really punch you in the gut and makes you feel like garbage, which is really <laughs> good. And like it speaks. That's to, how it, I felt after Shutter Island the first time. Mm, oh, yeah. but it, it really speaks to what you were saying before, like where you know you need the message. Someone, yeah, the, like where you're saying like. Um, you know, there's some people that are just being vitriol and this yeah. and that and blah blah blah, and it's just like ooh. Yeah, I just I just want. Yeah. And it's, I think it's a really good one. Too. I just want that Islam is properly represented because there's a lot of Islamophobia in, in the world, mm-hmm. and shows like this are entertaining and fun. Uh, you know, Sleeper Cell, for example, was, oh, a, yeah, was yeah, a great yeah, show. Yeah. But Sleeper Cell was good because it was a, an, a Muslim who was going out of their way to try and infiltrate a sleeper cell mm-hmm. so that you could so that they could try and take it down from the inside right but was also a muslim who was trying to show that this is what actual islam looks like yeah, yeah. and what those people are doing is you know extremist or like i was saying recruitment or self-gain self-gain there's mm-hmm. the, the exactly What's interesting about that that's the best line, a show like self-gain. that nowadays sorry yeah, sorry. A show like that nowadays would actually do well. They should bring it back. Sleeper that I wouldn't mind because they had a yep. short, had a short run, right? Like very about short, a year, yeah. maybe not even. Yeah, two seasons, maybe. Yeah, it didn't do very I, well at the time. Be, 
Might have been ahead of its time a bit. So Dude, there's another show, Profit. I'll talk about that after, but that's another show that's ahead of its so time. So how was Jack Ryan, like the show overall? Overall, very good. Very well written. Acting was amazing. All the characters were... were uh, all the main characters in the story were fleshed out in specific ways to what you needed to know for them mm. they didn't really go be above and beyond which i'm okay with yeah there's a little bit of jack ryan's romantic life yeah and once again uh, now that you you know that kind of background to f- foreground idea mm-hmm. that you that you mentioned they do that in jack ryan okay where it's like some background stuff that happens with his partner starts to play in the foreground and you start to see oh all the worlds are connected and you're like mm-hmm. oh that's interesting so that was cool too um but yeah i liked it yeah i, I really did one thing i, I was john, john krasinski is convincing yes well yeah he's great actually because one thing you have to remember about jack ryan he's not supposed to be a james exactly. bond he's not supposed to be a jason Bourne. he's not supposed to be a a, a hunt nope. and an ethan hunt he's supposed to be a desk jockey yep. that gets dragged into the field yeah he was and in he's the not marines a, oh yeah okay uh or Marines, I don't remember. He's either in the Marine or just in the Army. He mm-hmm. he did a tour in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. but it's not li- like, you know, he's made mistakes. Yeah. And his mistakes led to a lot of pain in his life. Right. And now he does this job and he's trying his best to do a good job as an analyst so that his mistakes don't lead to death. Yeah. And that's his that's right. his hero's journey. Mm. And he does and Krasinski does an excellent job at conveying the I'm trying to redeem myself for what I've done, even right. though I don't blame him. Like when you find out what happens, it's like, dude, that is not on you. But yeah, he sees it as it being his fault. Mm-hmm. And you and that's, you know, in, that's interesting you say that, because that's kind of the in, in terms of emotion. It's similar to the character he played in Quiet Place. Yes. 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 That level of intensity. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a good actor, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, we saw him in comedy for so long and uh, but I think the point is some people are just like, is it hard to see him in anything outside of that? And I was like, what see- about that other movie? 20, 28 hours, 48 hours or something. What was that? Oh, I don't. Uh, the, is- the, the one where he's like part of the Teal Seam 6. I didn't see that one. I know what you're talking about. That's true. Oh, I didn't see yes. that one. That yeah. wasn't bad. Yeah. That wasn't bad. Well, I mean, someone asked me, they're just like, was it hard? And I was just like, well, I saw him in a quiet place, so it actually prepared me easily yeah. for this because I've seen him be intense. He's and been doing a lot of intense stuff, a lot that's of th- like dramas. He wants, and, he, yeah. he auditioned for Captain America, yeah. and he didn't get it. But now that I've seen him do all this stuff, mm-hmm. I think homeboy could have done it. Mm. He he could have been he could have been Steve Rogers. He would have been he would have done it a little differently, but yeah. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh I mean if they uh, even had to pack on more muscle, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he he could do it though. <laughs> I mean I don't want him to turn around and play uh US agent because uh, no, no, no. I don't want a US agent, but like Ooh, I could now see I him. Do. Yeah, <laughs> I want it. But I, I could see him doing a Marvel movie. I wanna easily. see him do a US agent just because they did crossbones so dirty. Oh true. Like true. crossbones could have been like a good like antagonist for I wonder what kind of character he would have played in the Marvel Universe though just given his sort of unique physique or appearance yeah he's tall and big um, make him make him play a bad guy make him play a bad guy some people want him for I, Reed I heard I heard make him play a black guy. I was like, what? Oh, no, bad, <laughs> bad, guy. bad guy. Some people want him for Reed Richards. <laughs> once they cross, yeah, over. that's actually not a bad. That's not a bad hey, man, role, actually. Hey, man, to be very honest, uh, Robert Downey Jr. already did that. Played Reed Richards? No, a black guy. Oh, the Tropic yeah, Thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I ain't gonna talk and about did, that movie. And he did it super well. Hey, yeah. You know what? We're gonna recommend Tropic Thunder to you guys. Go check oh. that out. It's it's a good I movie. am not <laughs> recommending that. I am guys. totally. I am totally recommending because it's a really funny satire movie. It's funny. It's funny. The only thing that I liked uh, in that movie was Tom Cruise's cameo. <laughs> 
That was the only thing. So, oh yeah, Len Len Wiseman. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. Okay, so next one, Killing Eve, Tobes. Did you get through the whole season? I've only watched the first three. I okay, only started yesterday right. too. Um, to me, the show, and it's I guess you, you can give him a quiz because you're more you've watched more of it than I have. So, um, Killing Eve is based on a book. It's about an assassin and the person who is trying to capture the assassin. Funny enough, mm. they're not actually trying to capture the assassin. The story starts off with Eve. Uh, her husband's Polish, so she has a Polish last name, but it's Sandra O. Oh. Mm. Um, okay, it's this show. Okay, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, yeah. uh, but anyways, Eve is just interested in. She's noticed a pattern in an, in like all these murders. Yeah, and she's and, and that kind of plays into the fact that. MI6 is investigating one of the murders and she makes a comment. Does, and it, does it take place in the, in, in the UK? In the UK. Yeah. Okay. It's a BBC America series. It's right. created by Phoebe Waller-Bridge. If you guys don't know her, she's the creator of Fleabag and Crashing, okay. the British version of Crashing, not the Pete, uh, Pete Holmes yeah. version, uh, but the British version of Crashing where they crash, they are sitting, crashing hospital. in a hospital. Yeah. They're, um, what's that Squatting. Word? Squatting. Squatting yeah. in a hospital. Uh, the sh- so she's, a, she's, I know her for comedy. And, you know, very British dry comedy. So to see this was interesting because you could see still see her comedic undertone. Okay. But yeah, the show is just about Eve. She's an analyst, kind of. She's pretty much an analyst, too. Okay. She's actually an assistant to one of the guys that's, I think, in actually does the analyzing. Uh, but right. when things kind of come into play and she's in the big room, she, just like Jack Ryan, to be honest, she, sta- she makes a comment. And then when they, they ask her to repeat it, she's... She kind of acts shy about it, but then she's like, "No, actually, I'm going to say it." And she says, "I think your assassin's in a woman, a woman." Mm. And then from there on, you know, things happen the way they happen, and yeah. she ends up being put in charge of trying to kind of follow the the threads. Follow the yeah, follow the trail. The trail of this and assassin. And try to figure out who. Try to figure out. So they're not trying to catch the assassin; they're trying to figure out who the assassin is to begin with. Yeah, who the assassin and, and works the way, for. And, yeah. and funny enough. In the first couple episodes, I don't remember which one now. Mm-hmm. Um, she, they do kind of cr- their paths do cross. Yeah, in a bathroom of all places. Yeah, um, it's actually pretty crazy, also, right? The equalizer of life, yes. the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all gotta poop, but yeah, yeah. And 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 the pre and what's significant about this moment is so they're in the bathroom. Um, the killer, Valena, I think is her name. Yeah. Uh, walks out of a bathroom stall and like Eve is trying to fix her hair. Mm. Um, and she doesn't know whether she wants to put her hair up or her hair down. She's not really saying anything. Right. And the killer girl is kind of just staring at her, watching her do this. And as she's walking out, she turns around and says to her, leave it down, like leave your hair down. Mm. And just, just kind of like, a an intimate moment (laughs) right away between two characters and you just know that they're going to cross paths again and she's going to you know like there's this already like attachment to them that even Mm. they're they're unaware of it's crazy you know what that sounds like it sounds like uh the show luther where luther well that's what toby that's what toby said yeah go for it exactly what i said yeah Yeah, that's it feels like a mix of luther and i forget the other one i said right now um yeah i don't remember either and sherlock holmes Oh, oh yeah, okay. the British in, home, in yeah. Of, like like Sandra's character kind of has that like that aloof feel like look to her, but she really just she doesn't know what she's doing at the end of the day. Kind of like Sherlock Holmes, not as intense as him, but right. along the same lines. Um, and the two threads that or the thread that ties Luther, Sherlock Holmes, and this movie together is that in all three of them, they're kind of all in love with their villains. 
Yes. Yeah. Right? They, they have that, like, Joker-Batman symbiotic relationship. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And then Luther, he's very close with that girl, Alice. the redhead girl. I forget her name. Her now. name is right? Alice. Yeah. And she became... She became his friend, you know. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's kind of yeah, like yeah. that's where that's, that's like, how I see this movie, this show going. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's really good. I like what I've seen so far. I'm definitely gonna keep watching just to see where it goes. Yeah, um, I yeah. like it. Uh, I mean, there's a little too much foreshadowing, in my opinion. Like, there's a lot of stuff they yeah. say that that they're like, check blah, off, blah blah check blah blah. Gun yeah. constantly. Yeah, like there's just like uh, it's it's stuff that I wish they just didn't say because mm. they say it, and then I'm like, oh well. I feel like you guys are definitely saying that for a reason. Are you writing and then, like, like a little notepad yeah, and, and then, like, checking it off? Three episodes later, I'm like, okay, well, that's you, you like, you know, don't what, don't say those things. Just well, let I mean, I mean, I'm assuming this show is supposed to be coming out on TV. So, you know, if you have a week to marinate on it and then you come back to the next episode, as opposed to binging it, which is bam, 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 one after the other. Yeah, it's BBC America. So, yeah, it, it, the episodes did come out week to week. Yeah, so but I, I that's just, what I'm assuming. Yeah. How many episodes is going to be? Is 10 episodes? It's eight. It's eight. Okay, Short, yeah, it's well, very British. I, I only saw that there's eight. I don't think, I think it's done from what I understand. I would expect it to be less because British series usually are about six to eight. Yeah. Yeah, they get in their point and they, they get they, out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's Which fun. is perfect. I wish we adopted that format out here a bit more. Yeah, Canada tried, but the U.S. doesn't do it. So, because you yeah. remember, one of the things you said in the U.S., your point is to sell things. You're yeah. not actually trying to make a good show. Yeah, that's why the model is all messed up in the states <laughs> because they're just trying to sell soap yeah. and products. And then at the end of the day, you're just like, oh wait, these good Subway sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you turn around, and you're just like, why is House of Cards such a good show? Because they weren't selling anything. They were just telling yeah. a good story. Game of Thrones. Yeah. What's going on? We're telling a good story. We're not selling you anything. Selling else. you HBO. Better get on this yeah, HBO. True. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing they're selling. They're never. That's true. Yeah. yeah, the best stories usually let like the writers just usually let the story tell themselves. Yeah. You know, instead of pushing it on you. Yeah. 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 So. Really well done, though. I like it a lot. I like Sandra on this role. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. I haven't seen yeah. her since... Uh, what, what, what? She was on Grey's Anatomy? Grey's Anatomy. She was in uh, yeah. that movie, the the wine movie. Yeah. No, but TV-wise, she hasn't done anything since Grey's, right? I think she, I thought she was still on Grey's. No, no, no. She left Grey's a while oh, okay. ago, right? I didn't know that. I mean, I don't know. I shouldn't <laughs> say like... I shouldn't talk like I know because I don't watch Grey's. I have no clue if Sandra O oh is on <laughs> Grey's or hasn't been on Grey's or killed off or head chopped off by a helicopter and all these weird things they do on these shows but. oh like an er the guy gets his hand yeah chopped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is ridiculous <laughs> so when i told you about this show though uh doc you mentioned the, the music yeah so w one of my main things about the show is how they use the music to set tones in scenes and uh i think Catherine greaves is the music uh coordinator for the series and i i mean i posted it in my like story i was just like this is probably one of the best uses of diegetic music and sound in a film, non-diegetic, where like the music is just playing in the background, background. of scenes. So the characters are actually listening to that music in no, that scene. No, no, they're not. Sorry, oh, no. that's why I said non. But sorry, it's almost the music is actually describing what's happening, or is describing what just happened. Yeah, like literally, like I'm, I'm saying literally. So there's a scene that I brought up the doc where after killing someone. Yeah, just, literally, literally in the background there's already a melody and a beat going but as soon as the villain kills someone it, the, the lyrics to the song goes I just killed someone like, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. like and but it it's, almost seems like music was specifically made for uh, that scene okay. but the thing no, I, okay. it, 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 
it sounds corny when I say it, but trust me, it sounds way better when but you actually watch it. That's what I was going to say. When Toby's talking about it, it mm-hmm. it's hard to describe it because yeah. the tone of the music is so specific to the tone in the scene. Ah, uh, okay. Like, whoever okay. did the editing and the sound editing together, they kind of mesh the two together so that when you're watching it, it's this seamless blend. Right. As opposed to just, like, this music tacked on top of the oh, scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's well done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's curated like you would for a movie, for example. Yeah, I, cool. I would say that. Cool. Okay, guys, this is the end of the show. We got the geek news and then we're out, so we'll play the intro. Geek news and rumors. Uh, so this this first one goes out to uh, Michelle Franklin, the author, <laughs> because she is very upset with this casting. Yeah, I could see that. She is very upset. Uh, she suggested that. So the guy that's playing Captain Pike on Star Trek Discovery next season, mm. Um, mm. and he also played the lead on Hell's on Wheels, and he played ba- Black Bolt. I don't know his name. I don't know his name either. But she suggested him. For the lead character in Witcher. Everyone always suggested Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, that was the other picture she posted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Henry Cavill. 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 Uh, Superman. Superman. Henry Cavill. Cavill. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why um, I pronounce it so weird. Uh, are any any other? Th- uh, oh, sorry. Henry Cavill cast to play the Witcher. Excuse me. <laughs> we, didn't Witcher, even yeah. finish, we didn't even finish the whole but, thing. But uh, I mean. Sorry. <laughs> Jumping a gun. Jumping a uh, gun. Are people happy? Are people sad? I, well, do you care? Uh, it's Also, it's for I Netflix. I, I care a little bit. I, I honestly don't care. I care a little bit. I, I haven't really gotten deep into the Witcher games. I know a lot of people are. Mm. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed, only because um, when I saw Fall- when I saw Fallout, I had a friend of mine that really knows and understands the dynamics of fighting yeah. and how to shoot and film a good fight scene. Mm-hmm. And he pointed out like Tom Cruise was really good in that movie because he's been doing he's been for doing years. fight scenes for a lot of for years, years yeah. and years. So he knows what he's doing. Henry Cavill. Not he's really. Kind of stiff. He's stiff. He's yeah. very, very stiff. He and he's is. not used you to can it. See it. So the thing with this character is that there's a lot of sword fighting. Uh, is Henry Cavill gonna get good? To, it's gonna be to, a lot of practice. I think, so. I think he'll be fine. Is he gonna get really good? I've, to seen, be I've seen less athletic actors pull it off on screen. Because I mean, so I, I think. Because I mean, there's a uh, you know there's a uh, Gregor. What's his name? The guy that played Obi Wan. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. You got. Uh, uh, Taken, dude from Taken. Liam Neeson. Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson. Uh, and you got Hayden Christensen. No one really likes him, but no. he did all those sword fighting. Did all that sword fighting yeah. in the third movie. So I mean, um, I know. I don't oh, know. I see what you're how, how okay. much how much dedication is he gonna have to this character? You know, I mean, if it's a Netflix series, you're in and you're out. Yeah. And will they? Will they? And if it's like, are they gonna do a stand? They're probably gonna do a stand-in. That's what I kind of feel. Oh, for sure. Like with uh, I know with Ryan Reynolds, he was just like, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna learn all that fighting. So they actually got a st- <laughs> they actually got a stand in for the for, samurai stuff. Well, yeah, because I mean, yeah, he's wearing a mask for, so for Deadpool. Really, yeah, for Deadpool, yeah, he, doesn't like, he doesn't really need to do it. Yeah, uh, and for the dancing and ashes, that's a stand in. Oh, well, of Dude's course, super short. Yeah, 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 of course, of course, of course. <laughs> you know, it's not like it's not like it's not like Henry Cavill is a Keanu Reeves where he's like, okay, I'm gonna come in, put in the time, really study this. Keanu stuff. was impressive with that stuff. Man. Yeah, man, he learns all of it. Mm-hmm. Weapons, yeah. uh, like fighting, all of it. Every time he has yeah. a role like I'm that, doing his own stunts. 
Yeah, he, yeah. he really immerses himself. <laughs> but that's that's what you know, Cavill. You're a cool dude. Um, and again, I thought in Fallout he was big, like he's still yeah, Superman he's, big. Yeah, I know. And when true. I mean by big, I mean wide. Like just yeah, he needs. Like I feel like he like needs for, to for cut witch- some weight for some of these roles. For the Witcher, he needs to be small. He needs to be like a little bit quick. Like he's not muscular, but he's like you know like um, svelte. I don't know if it's svelte, but like. Uh, like well, Toby a, knows the body types. He told us last he's not, time. He's not, yeah, <laughs> endo like, something exo like, like quattro, what Keanu, like what Keanu Reeves but, is. Keanu Reeves isn't like. Look at Kyle Drogo, for example. Yeah, you don't need to be that. him. He's he's kind of like that. He's yeah. probably a little bit bigger, but he probably he looks more athletic than Cavill does. That's pretty much what you guys are saying right now. Yeah, I'm just saying Cavill's a so, big dude. Like and he's not one big. of the things he's not big to be like, Superman. Yeah, and one of the things is when you watch him in that fight specifically that fight in the bathroom and fallout mm-hmm. there's really a lot of like stiff movement because he's so bulky don't get me wrong though they do point out that he's a hammer instead of a scalpel yeah so i get that maybe the acting in that scene is made on purpose on purpose because he's supposed to be a clunky weapon mm-hmm. as opposed to a like a sharp yeah precise uh, object yeah yeah but I just thought he was clunky, yeah. and it, which makes me think he's gonna like when I see when I'm ex- what I'm expecting for Witcher is still and maybe, that. Thing and maybe that scene plays into him later on in the movie, basically. Yeah, because you're like, I thought this guy was supposed to be like Merkin dudes. What yeah, is this? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then it plays in later <laughs> on. Yeah. Uh, Doom Patrol, Timothy Dalton to star as the Chief in the DC Universe TV series. Ooh. So why not? If you guys have seen the Chief, he's essentially DC's uh, Charles Xavier. Mm. without the powers he's just a dude in a wheelchair with a beard he looks like lex Luthor and charles xavier had a baby then not bald not bald lex Luthor. redhead lex Luthor. but then timothy dolphin is a good way to go yeah pretty much i think i think he's like super charming but then like he can be very like menacing yes at the same time (laughs) i the last time i saw him was in penny dreadful yeah i saw him in penny dreadful last and he he was really good hot fuzz that's where you saw him last. That's that's what I remember him last from. Okay. Hot Fuzz, and he was also uh, James Bond. But like Hot Fuzz, yeah. he was like, "Hey, I'm da da da," and then he says something really off, and you're like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah. whoa, dude!" <laughs> yeah, Dalton's a pretty cool actor. I mean, I'm a little concerned about this whole DC Universe thing uh, now that Warner uh, has been bought, bought out. AT and T Warner deal. That they changed the name to Warner Media. Oh no! <laughs> and here we go. And rumor in the street is Warner Media is very much looking for. Uh, a more Netflix approach to their net to their networks. Oh than, man! Like supposedly there's like an art. I didn't hear all the details because I was listening half-assed to like a podcast or some show. But they were talking about how there's a like there's a story out there about the HBO conference. Like HBO had a meeting once they got taken over, mm-hmm. and the meeting was essentially the guy being like. Okay, we're going for some net like that Netflix money. Like, no, no. And HBO is just like, well, no. The whole point behind HBO is we're niche. We're, yeah. You know, once yeah. again, the scalpel versus the hammer. We yeah. don't want to just scatter pattern everywhere and yeah. you know keep. And the guy was just like, no, we want people watching HBO for as long as possible for the impressions, so we can sell that to advertisers. Yeah. Because we want to make money and like everyone in the office. You supposedly you could hear that in that meeting, all the air went out of the room because people were like, that is not what HBO's ever been about. So... Well, yeah. Remember, like, remember we are talking about analytics before? Yeah. Think about how much analytics Netflix has on you. Oh, I know. How long you watching something? How long? How short you watching something? Well, I was... How ex- fast you fast, like, fast forward yep. the I, intro, I also the feel intro. like somehow there's some, like, 
I feel like there's some sound capture too in that. I'll just say something. Well, also, and then the next thing I know, it just shows up. Well, the, uh, someone was pointing out. I was listening to um, Crack.com's podcast, and they said the way they made House of Cards yeah. was they looked at their algorithms and saw people like Kevin Spacey. People were watching a lot of um, what's his name? Political. Uh, no, um, what's his name? The the Breaking dr- Bad. No, the director. Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, the guy director. that did Seven. I re- I'm sorry. I really oh, don't. what's his name? He, he, but anyways, the director from Seven. The director from Seven. Like people were watching a lot of his movies. He did Gone Girl and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And um, also, they noticed that people were really watching House of Cards, the BBC show. Really, people so, actually were watching. And that? so what they did was they they did like you know like they did like you know AI. Yeah, yeah. So, so they they one two three add that all together. Here's a show. Oh shit, that's crazy. So same David same. Is the name you're looking for before. What's his name? David Fincher. David Fincher. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're like David Fincher. This Kevin put it Spacey. together. Go. And, and some people were like, maybe that's how Blight got made. <laughs> Will Smith. Yeah. Everyone likes fantasy right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then political stuff. Sm- smash it in a blender. Go. And go. Yeah. Interesting. I'm, that's well, possible. I was trying to explain to someone because one of my friends was just like, I don't even end up watching Netflix. I spend twenty minutes scrolling through. And I don't end up watching a show. And I was like, you realize Netflix yep. still likes that. She's like, why would they care? I'm like, because you're on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You're not somewhere else looking for a show to watch. And you're scrolling through all those. They see which ones you you stop at, which trailers you watch. That's still information and apparently, you're feeding them. Apparently the title cards. Yeah, I mean, next time you'll be back right in front of you. Yeah. yeah. So, apparently the, the title cards yeah, change as well, which is pretty creepy. Yep. The title cards are based on your algorithm. Yeah. They'll show you a different version of the title card. Mm-hmm. So if you like movies. I with, tested this. Oh, did you? Yeah, tested it with my account and, and Paige's account. Wait. Same show. I forget what show. We, I think we, okay. um, Orange is the New Black. Yeah. It showed me a different character and it showed her a different character. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> but is it, are those two profiles on the same account or two separate accounts? Two profiles on the same account. Okay. Because I'm, I'm always wondering if it... Like on the same Netflix. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always wondering if it's like how precise it is too. I think Anyways, it's pretty precise. Yeah, 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 I, yeah I, 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 I don't doubt precise. it. Oh, I know for a fact that they're like, when my partner and I were watching Netflix, her, she gets suggestions for movies and gets like 100% and then I'll get the same movie and be like 20%. Yeah. And I'm like, but her and I watch similar things, mm. but there's just something different about what she watches or how long she watches for and how much I watch and what how long I it watch be, for. It could be what you thumbs up, what you thumbs exactly. down. Exactly. I mean, I, that I, you say that you're a male. Yeah. And she's yeah. a female. And yeah. then they, yeah, it's all that. You I mean, that so that's why I was, yeah. So, I mean, so with that said, Warner Media and all these streaming services are all going to be doing the same thing. They're all going to be getting that information. Mm-hmm. So don't be shocked if the model for television starts to change more and more. Yeah. Uh, but in any case, D- Doom Patrol, Timothy Dalton. So that's a cool mm-hmm. thing. Uh, Cinqua Walls to play Don Cornelius. Uh, and star in the BET drama series based on Ooh. that. Call, the series is going to be called American Soul. Yeah, it's Soul. Lim- yeah, it's, it's, the same, it's the same people doing the whole like new edition and Bobby Brown. Oh, that's story. good. Yeah. That's good. They're really good. Yeah. That's what I'm the newest. The newest one that's coming the out Bobby is the Bobby Brown, Brown story, which yeah. is only about Bobby Brown. But the new edition one was actually really good. That's what I heard. Yeah. I didn't get to. And watch the guy it. who was at the Cinqua Hall is on the. He was like Fifty Cent's son in that show, Power. Oh, yeah, oh that that's was like a, where I know him from. Really, he's a driver, right? Yeah. At one point, isn't that the exactly? Yeah, yeah exactly. Ember seeing a joke, yeah. a joke uh, post uh, that was flying around the internet where they kept saying Scarlett Johansson to play Don Cornelius and yeah. the drama too. series because yeah. <laughs> all the roles she was oh, doing. My oh goodness. man. 
Um, uh, but she can't catch a break. <laughs> yeah, no. At this point, uh, a Quiet Place sequel has been announced. It's coming in May 2020. What? Okay, sure. I'm not shocked. Good, good on him. Good on him. I'm not shocked. When the the other one came out this year, right? Earlier this year. Yes, I want to say yes. Last year? Uh, no, it's this year. Uh, that's it. I'm saying Quiet Place was this year. I think it was this year. It was right before. That's crazy that we're actually questioning this. There's so many things that came out. Um, <laughs> it was right at right at the end of winter. I felt like. Yeah. Because I went to Niagara Falls. Yeah. Yeah, uh, April 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, that, man, that's crazy. That's Spring it's, time. It's, yeah. It's not even that long ago. And we're like, was that last year? It's, that's really bad. So you're right. Um, but yeah, a quiet place. Great movie. I thought it was super fun. And I, I mean, the sequel is just gonna be super interesting. So, and then the last piece of uh, news that I have this week: Michael B. Jordan helps Warner Media with company wide diversity and inclusion policy from film to television. So Michael B has been talking about this for a while because he's he has the the inclusion and diversity clause in his contracts oh, okay. for his production stuff. Cool, cool. And um, he brought I guess Warner Media was looking to do something similar. It's a it's a good time to be doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, people want more diversity and inclusion. Uh, that you know all the movies we've seen in front and behind the camera. I'm yeah, assuming that's exactly, what that means. exactly, exactly. So that's t- cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think that's it, guys. That's all I had. Do you guys have any news? Uh, Kaepernick and the uh, Nike deal. Did anyone care? I, I don't know if you guys want to talk about that. But. I just we all it, know the only people that care. It's just obviously they don't on. matter. Yeah, the only people that care what? The only people that care don't matter. Uh, yeah. It's again, it's again with the Keurig thing where they destroyed the Keurig machines. But it's like you paid all that money. I didn't even know about that. Oh, you didn't hear about that? I think Keurig um, withdrew their uh, ads from Fox News or something, oh. and people started smashing their machines. And it's like, but that's like you already paid for it. A hundred, yeah. two hundred dollars, you'd reckon? What that makes <sighs> no sense. They're so stupid. Like just, Man, just sell you know, it. People get so mad. People get so mad. A, they're mad for the wrong thing. Yeah, it's not a flag issue. Yeah. It's not yeah. an anthem issue. Yeah. It was a police brutality issue, and, and he still is. And he's not even on the other side of that. And he's doing the it peacefully. Same people yeah. are not addressing. Those just there are Catholic priests out there abusing young boys. Yeah. There are greater causes to be <laughs> mad and yeah. fight about. No, this, this is just easy. This is super easy to be mad Come about. Come on, man. Come I don't on. have to lift a finger. You're both saying it. So yeah. stupid. They're stupid and lazy. It's That's just, what I it don't, is. I don't have to really put effort into this. I yep. can just be mad. Oh, I have the clothing already. I'm just going to cut it or burn it. Yeah. Or like... Okay, fine. You, you already could, paid for it, though. You could just sell it. Also, if that's not the perfect example of privilege, you have so much stuff that you can burn and destroy stuff. Especially Nike stuff. Nike stuff is expensive, yeah. man. Well, there are people out there who don't have enough, and you're out here burning and cutting up stuff. Just you give, should be ashamed. Just give it away. Yeah. But uh, I, the reason I find it interesting is because uh, I, I was listening to uh, Button's podcast, and they were talking about how they're not upset with it, but they know Nike's doing it literally just for the promotion of course and i mean i'm I'm, I'm not shocked like we well didn't they also do something with uh um serena williams oh with the tutu the black yeah yeah i mean nike's smart man nike's always been that promo machine just kind of with their finger on the pulse and just being like and play just do it yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I'm not even gonna pretend. Jordan like, is the is the shoes is the shoes right? Jordan, no Mars. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Jordan um, said they, conservatives they like shoes too. Vo- <laughs> 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 they know that the vocal. They know that the vocal minority is like not the main core of their business. So this is not gonna hurt them one bit. No, at all. No. 
Okay. Well, that's pretty much it, guys. Yeah. That's the end of the show. We had a fun one. Uh, Tobes, you want to tell the people anything? At that fit dude, as it sounds, on Instagram. There you go. Peace. Jaws D, the usual. Yeah, the usual. Transformers uh, you Slag. Transformers Slag podcast on YouTube and also on Facebook. Uh, kicking out at the Tower podcast. Uh, G-O-A-T-T dot com. And Jaws dot D. No, Jaws D uh, with a Z on uh, Twitter. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. Guys, that's the whole yeah. show. Thank you so much for tuning in. FranklinArmstrong.com is the site. Check us out on all our social media. Everything's up on the on the FranklinArmstrong.com website. So if you want to hit us up on Facebook, at A Strong Franklin. Uh, sorry, at, uh, at A Strong Franklin on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to hit us up on Facebook, it's fr- Facebook.com slash FranklinArmstrong, D-O-T-C-O-M. And if you want to also check us out on Twitch, that's Twitch.tv slash FranklinArmstrong, D-O-T-C-O-M. That's it. That's all. That's the whole show. Check me out on Instagram, Brian holiday b-r-i-a-n-h-o-l-i-d-a-e and if you're listening and watching this on twitch thank you stay tuned because we usually put an episode of wizzy moon chase's show right after us and he has a canadian bacon that's out so we're going to be putting that on right after this so if you're watching stay tuned don't go anywhere that's the whole show guys thank you so much for tuning in we out peace yeah